Hey yo! Welcome to the Arts Block Podcast for artists, for artists, by artists, by artists. We can talk about anything that we want. Give it up from Eric Cray, the third, third, third gentleman. Hey yo! Welcome back. To another episode of the Arts Block Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Curry III, and today I got my white girl on the podcast with me. I got Leela on the podcast. Give it up for Leela Eversman, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for being a trooper and mm-hmm. coming through for me. Well, we were rescheduled like five times. I felt bad because I was always busy, but... It's so good. What, what happened, what's up with your hair, though? Why, what happened to the diet? You going through another midlife crisis? Not a mid. I'm literally 15. No, I just dyed it because I was. Sometimes you just need to like switch things up, you know. And it was like at that point where something just needed to change. I literally okay. This is gonna sound so bad, but I had it like post on my Instagram in like five months, and I was like, I need to have a big comeback. And my sister was like, she's gonna dye your hair for Instagram photos, and I was like, pretty much. <laughs> so that's honestly why I did it. And then, like, I was just like, well, it's not that bad. It actually is really bad. Like, it's really blotchy. But I just choose to ignore that and keep on moving. It's a big comeback, though. That's a big way to just hide. And Miss Calhoun laughed at me when I took off my hoodie. (laughs) When? Um, Like, three classes ago. She was like, oh, I see we dyed our hair. And she was like, this is what all the trendy teens do now. I was like... No, not really. It's not funny when you say. I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm worried somebody's gonna like watch this that I like know and I'm gonna say something. They probably are. Um, but let's just jump straight into it. You are an actress and an, an aspiring actress. Where did this ambition come from? I'm gonna be completely honest. It came from Emma Watson herself really? cause I yes because I used to be like obsessed with Emma Watson when she was in the Harry Potter movies and like I was like always like oh my god I want to be Emma Watson Emma Watson is just blah, blah, blah. I don't know it was really weird but um then I just like started doing like acting classes when I was younger I guess I wasn't good but I did them and then I I was never but I never was like actually like serious about it until Duke because I was like I feel like people don't really take you seriously when you say I want to be like an actor and stuff, you know? They're like, oh, that's kind of like a childish dream. Like, I don't know, because it's just like so hard to like actually become like an actor and stuff. So I was just like, I I didn't really take it seriously. I was like, I'm going to be like a doctor or something. I don't know why I'm not smart enough to be a doctor, but I was like, oh, I'm just going to do something like that. But then I got into Duke and I was like, what if I just, like, went for it, you know? Like, I don't know. Also, it's really hard. Like, I don't see myself really being successful anywhere else. Why do you say that? Because I just put no effort in it. This is the thing that requires me to do, like, the least amount of, like, brain work. I don't Mm -hmm. know. I feel that. It's just, it's, like, I don't want to say it's, like, the easy way out, but it's just something that I'm, like, used to and that, like, I know how to do. Mm -hmm. Whereas, well, like, it is the easy, easy way out for you. Then if that's just something that you know how to do and it's easy, then it's the easy way but out. But no, it's not that. Okay, 
okay, it's not that, like, I I enjoy doing it. I'm going to be, like, okay, if I'm being honest, like, Duke took away a little bit of, like, the passion for it. Just because, like, it becomes so repetitive and, like, just, like, every day. Like, it's almost like, oh, like, here we go again. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it's not, like, it's always something that I wanted to do. So, like, even if, like, even if it wasn't easy for me, I'd still, like, want to do it. I know that, like, I'm not, like, great like there's obviously a lot more to work on so like and definitely not saying like oh I would just make it right away because like I know I would just end up embarrassing myself if I like did something like that but yeah I guess I don't know it just took away a little bit of the passion I was expecting for it to take a lot well I don't want to say it like that (laughs) because that just makes it sound bad that makes it sound like I'm not grateful for like being like I'm grateful to be here and I'm grateful speak up just a little bit Oh. I'm sorry. Well, I said, like, I'm grateful to, like, be at Duke, obviously, and, like, the opportunities and stuff. But at the same time, like, I'm just not going to say it, but. Oh, it, no, you're going to have to say it eventually. But okay. we're going to we're gonna steer off. Um, You, at school, you get compared a lot, especially to Pearl, since y'all are the only two white. Actually, hold on. Before I talk about you being compared to Pearl, how is it being in a classroom full of black kids or kids of of color and you and Pearl being the only two white people in the class? I mean, it's pretty much, cause that was kind of like the dynamic at my middle school too. Except, like, I did have a friend group who was, like, I had, okay, I had, like, multiple friend groups, but, like, one of them was very, like, white, and I don't want to say, like, oh, I was just, I only hung out with them because they were white. I think that was just, like, how the dynamic happened to work out, but, like, so it's, it's pretty similar to that, so it's not, like, something that's, like, oh, this is new, it's just kind of, like, it was kind of the norm coming from, like, middle school, because I know that, like, Pearl went to, like, a mostly white middle school but like I mean you know me and Raina went to middle school together Mm -hmm. so like that wasn't really the dynamic for me so it wasn't like any different I guess I don't know it's it it, it's chill like I don't it's not something that really like bothers me or that like I specifically like it just like it is what it is you know all right well now that we got that out the way let's go back all right so you get compared to Pearl a lot and it's mainly because you two are the only white people in the class. How, how, cause I know you talk to me about this. How annoying does that get? I mean, like it gets annoying, especially because like we're such close friends that like, it's just, it's like, ooh, like I just, oh my God. I remember after we did the, um, clay and what was her name lula was it mm-hmm. i remember doing that i remember we like he had me pearl and lily up rotating and after the class oh that bleeped that out oh <laughs> and one of our teachers after the class was like like he was like come here like come here lila and i was like what and he was like let's be honest you're always gonna be compared to pearl and i was like okay well you could have had some constructive feedback or criticism rather than saying that and then he was like but I believe you can do it I'm rooting for you I guess I was like 
Can we talk about how you weren't even supposed to be in the department, though? Like, <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing. Okay, yeah. Um, yeah, so I originally, okay, the thing that makes me mad is that the teacher who determined whether or not I was going to be in the department never saw me do my monologue. They just decided off of like the auditions that they didn't like me. So that was a little bit embarrassing. But um, yeah, I originally, because I did all three callbacks and then I just ended up being waitlisted. And like Duke wasn't even originally my first choice. I kind of had like two other schools that I was more so interested in than Duke. So it wasn't like- Baltimore School of the Arts. Yeah, for that. So it wasn't like, um, it wasn't like, I don't know, it was bad, but like, it wasn't like, oh my God, like I'm gonna die. But then basically I just got called back for um, a final audition, which is like around four callbacks, but there were only like five people. And we went up in front of like a bunch of department members and just like did our monologues. Now here's the thing, my monologue, so I actually, improvised it because it was really short and also i've written almost all of my monologues that i've done because i just connect better to the monologues when i write them and i know that's not like a good thing but it just helps me more i guess so i went and improvised my monologue and then one of the teachers was like okay like we've seen you we accidentally forgot to hit the record button when you did that. So you're gonna need you to do it again. And I completely forgotten how the monologue went. And it was, oh my God, I literally, I was like, there's no way I'm getting in. Cause the second time I went, it was completely different from the first one I did. And I was like, they were like, oh, that was a little bit different. And I was like, oh yeah, well, there's just like two different versions of the monologue. And I just have been trying to memorize both. And you know, it helps me with my acting technique to switch in between both and implement more technique. And they were like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this is embarrassing. But then, oh my God. So I, they literally told me on the um, second day of intent, like the summer intensive, they told me on the second day of summer intensive that like I had gotten in. And so I ha was in Delaware with one of my friends and like we both had to take a train back and I felt so bad because we had to take like a train back to DC so I could go to like the intensive. And it was like, I remember, oh my God, I remember the first day. And I remember, I'll never forget when Mr. Franklin kept calling me out and telling everybody that he didn't want me in the school. Uh, like, okay. <sighs> It's really funny. All right. But I mean, honestly, like if I hadn't of like, I, it was like, I even, I don't know. I might've not even have come. So like, at least I'm interested we're here. Like, at least, at least we're here. Uh, I'm interested on what, what were your other two options? Okay. So I originally, I had always wanted to go to School Without Walls. Mm -hmm. And so I was like, <sighs> I was kind of cocky about it. Like I was just, cause being in middle school, I was like smarter than most, like not smarter than most of my class, but I just consider myself as like smart. So I was kind of cocky hey, about it. And I was everybody like, that went to Two Rivers, y'all dumb. Leela's smarter than y'all. There you go. I just paraphrase what you what you just The said. way that they're all like smarter than I am actually though. But anyways, 
so I was just like, oh, I'm going to get into walls. So to get into walls, you have to take an entrance exam. Mm -hmm. And so it's math and um, English, I guess. And then there's a writing portion. And like that. writing is really my strong suit. So I was like writing, like the writing portion is going to carry me. And so I, I stayed up, like I could not stay up so late the night before trying to study for it. And like, I barely got any sleep. And then I remember going the next day and I was like, like, why did I not go to bed? That was so stupid. And so I took the test and I got back and it was like, oh, you, they give you back your test scores. And so it was like, in order to get into like the school, you have to get a 40 on the test. And they ended up not grading the um, essays. So I got a 39. And so, so that's, that essay prompt was weird. To get. Did you, did you take the entrance exam? Yes. I oh, took really? That, that essay yeah. prompt was weird. It was really, I don't really remember it. It was like, I don't know. Wasn't it about like something you had read or a TV show you'd yeah. watched? And then you had like, I don't know. It was weird. And then they ended up not grading it. So, and I, it was like, it had to be like, what was it 500 words mm -hmm. something like that and i remember counting the words one by one by one i was like it was oh and, and then the other school this was what'd you say this, this was written we wasn't we wasn't typing this this was this was yeah i know and so i had to like count the words by my fingers <laughs> like one two three which ended up taking me longer than probably the actual te test itself ended up taking but then the other school i was interested in going to was banneker but I don't know. I just didn't go because I got into Duke, I guess. Oh, <laughs> having a little bit of a setting, setting mess up. We're just going to. Anyways. Are you, are you glad that you got in? I mean, yeah, like I'm really grateful because like, again, it helps like because I knew acting was something I want to do. It just like, it kind of. No, 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 no. I mean, like. Do you regret? No, not are you glad that you got in? All right, let me rephrase. Do you regret that you got in? I don't regret it, but there definitely there were definitely moments where I was like, I shouldn't have come here. Like, why did I do this to myself? AKA all the freshman year. Because I had anxiety every day for arts block. Like the way that you would literally see like 20 uh, theater students just storming down the stairs at the end of like right before arts block to get to that class. It was so trifling and embarrassing for us. And like, there were just so many days where I was like, I just should never have come here. And honestly, I feel like if I wasn't friends with the people in like our department, I probably would have left. Cause I regret, I don't think I would have gone, but I regret not reapplying to some schools this year. Cause like, I don't know. I just, it's probably like, I still wouldn't have gone just because like of the people here, mm -hmm. but like there are times when like, I'm just like, I shouldn't have come here. Like this was a bad decision. Yeah, I feel that. But that brings us to the point of the podcast where I ask you, Leela Eversmith. This is where you say yes. Yes. Do you or do you not attend Duke Ellington School of the Arts? Let me just 
Let me not. Well, I I mean I do. Just because I attend it doesn't mean I claim it, okay? And I hope they know that when I'm famous, I'm not gonna shout out the school. I'll shout out some of the teachers, but the school is not getting any recognition from me. And I I don't. I I truly mean But why though? You just say you was just talking about how grateful you were and how you love the opportunity. The theater department, okay, the theater department is like, it's good, and I really like the teacher with right now, but um, the school in general, like, they put us through too much, like, they're, and like, the whole, like, issue we have with, you know, sexual assault and stuff, I just hate how they don't take that seriously, like, especially because it's such, like, a big topic, and I feel like, especially in the emails they issue down and stuff, and especially because they have some of the students still attending school, it just feels like they don't take it seriously at all. Mm-hmm. And the only time they've ever taken the matter actually seriously was when the New York Times wrote about it. And so, like, I just, Wait, that me. it was like, it was back when um, the teacher got um, oh, like, fired yeah. for, yeah, his incident. And the New York Times wrote about it. And that was really the only time that Duke, like, covered it with us. Mm-hmm. And, like, there are literally so many students who have, like, talked about their issues and stuff. And I feel like Duke just doesn't take that seriously because it makes them look bad. Mm-hmm. And, like, I feel like they do so much for press and coverage. Like, especially when we have, like, not, they're not, like, A-list celebrities, obviously. But, like, when we have, like, celebrities come to our school and stuff, it's just, it's always very, like, oh, you guys are all going to leave through the back door so, like, you don't get seen and stuff like that. And, like... Oh, you wasn't talking about, like, the master class. You was talking about, like, when they came. Right, like, when they come, come, right. And so, like, it's always just very, like, I don't know. They just kind of, like, brush us aside, I think. And I think they just care more about, like, coverage in general. And don't even get me started on the school hours. Well, I was going to ask you for your honest opinions on the school, but seems like you already started. So keep going. Oh, I guess started on the school hours. Keep going. The school hours. Okay. I hate this whole, like, this is what you have to do. They, not even the school hours, just like the stuff they put us through in general. And this one is specifically targeted at the theater department because I know they put us through like way more than they need to put us through. And it's always very like, oh, this is the price you have to pay to be like, famous this is the price you have to pay to be an actor and stuff but like there are just so many things they do that's like this should not have to be the price i have to pay and like the school hours oh my god like that was just i can't that was just so uncalled for like i get home at like dark and i like it got bad for me at the time here because like around december last year I had to take the metro home every day, and so it would be, like, dark out, like, because I would get off the metro at, like, 7, and then one time we stayed after school for rehearsals or something till, like, 6, and I got home at, like, I got, we, like, went and got food or something, I don't know, anyway, I get home at, like, 9, like, arrive at Union at 9, and there was, like, no one there at all, and, like, this really big dude, like, comes up to me, and basically like grabbed my arm and stuff and tried to like drag me out of union and stuff and like he kept telling me he was like oh yeah I'll be here like the next time you come home like the next time and so like I had to stop like I didn't stop taking the metro but like 
I had to like start like asking my friends like oh can I get a ride or something <laughs> because like it was at the point where I was coming home so like it was so dark out that like and late and I tried to tell like our teachers that and they're like I don't know I was just like there's no need for you to what is this like especially not for dance rehearsals when we're the theater department not the dance department I don't know why we're doing dance rehearsals like <laughs> it makes no sense if we're trying to showcase the theater department and raise money for the theater department they didn't come to see us dance like, I that was always weird to me right like march for the arts and all that stuff and us we were all just terrible dancers then we would just make a fool out of ourselves what do we do we, we had no, money. no rhythm well if we had no rhythm what what what, what then then what then we would have embarrassed ourselves. And it was embarrassing. I am embarrassed. And I, people still try to show me those videos. They're just like, hey, Lila, look at this video I found from you guys from March of the Arts. I'm like, just please don't show me that. Because no because people thing. don't realize how much of a traumatic experience that was. <laughs> that was oh my God, it was so bad. That experience was terrible. You had to come from class, then straight from class, you had to go to March for the Arts rehearsal where you'll dance for an hour an hour and some change especially when the choreography was hard like oh my gosh then we had to remember three dances uh -huh. and like i just remember oh my god and remember when they made us like compete against each other to see who oh, would be in like, yeah. the front row who would be in the second row mm -hmm. that was so stupid like they don't care that I'm like they did too much for that they don't even put that much effort into like the first years they put more effort into the march for the arts than they do the first year class what do you think about performances, though? I mean, I've like never performance seen opportunity. Performance. I'm like, I mean, I'm a like, I understand where they're coming from. From like, oh, we don't want the first years in our shows mm -hmm. and stuff. Because looking at our class, I wouldn't want us in the shows either. <laughs> but like, it just would have been nice to have like the opportunity because like now it's like we're having our first like audition for a show coming up and like for um theater history mm -hmm. and like i've never had like really the experience of like auditioning for anything with these teachers before and like especially with juries too like mm -hmm. i didn't really get to do any juries at all last year i didn't do like a single one or do my monologue in front of the department the first time i did it was on zoom this year and mm -hmm. so like i just never had the experience before but like i understand where they're coming from also, I'm like, I feel bad for the people who are like in the uh, show that got canceled or whatever. Because mm -hmm. they put like, okay, they put a bunch of like our budgeting that we got from like the Dessa flip cause. Mm -hmm. But why don't we get a refund? Like, you didn't even put on the show. Like, the least well, you Remember can do we was talking about that though? Yeah, like the least we can do is give us back our money. You was talking about like where did did the money go? Cause there's where no did it go? I'm so confused because somehow like last year the whole thing is like you know me on my campaign when I'm talking to my family like I don't want to be dramatic but I was all like guys like we're broke we need money <laughs> donate please but then we get like seventy five like thousand oh, dollars and then again it's like we're still broke. <laughs> How are we broke? Like, where did all the money go to? I'm so confused. Because we put it towards a show that didn't even go on. And we put it towards a New York trip that didn't even happen. So you're lying if you tell me they don't have that you money. Know, like you know, I was talking to I was talking to Jory on Sunday. 
and he was talking about like some of the you remember like the rewards that you were supposed to get if he was like first place second place and third place he was like he didn't get none of those he said he didn't get that then he said the headshot thing remember the headshot thing that we won he said he never he never got that um and he said it was something else that was supposed to happen that didn't happen either Mm-mm. and i know that's what makes me mad because i feel like they hold a lot of promises like do you remember when one of the teachers was like this was recently too she was like oh yeah jason moa and zendaya we're gonna try and get them to oh yeah i, mean, I, just don't know. I'm I mean, my bad <laughs> that was um i just remember i was like there's no way y'all are getting zendaya to come to duke ellington like that's just no they hold so many promises it's like you can't do that like we're not like six flags to do that we're going to six flags that's where i don't even okay i like roller coasters but i also hate them so no i'm and i know you hate them i know you hate them terrified no it's just like i just oh my god i hate i just don't like six flags in general I i just but like why would they even we're going to Six Flags. We are a theater school. The least you can do is take us to like an acting workshop or something. <laughs> like, why are we going to Six Flags for raising money for a theater school? I'm so confused. They just need to get their lives together. And like, it also just threw me off how like, um, how like they, they like they just hyped up Jerry so much. And I literally, because they were like, they handed out. Do you remember? Um, the list they handed out for like all the things you need mm-hmm. and like how you should dress like attire wise. Oh, the joint they handed out in summer intensive. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then they handed out, oh, then Mr. Franklin handed out again, like halfway during the school year. And I remember I was like, oh, well, I don't have something like, like I have like nice clothes, but like all the clothes I have are like too dressy for like this. So like they were like something formal. So I literally went out of the way and bought something for it just to never do it. And it was like, I don't know. Oh, I remember you talking about like the little thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It was just, oh my God. And oh my God, I'm just thinking about being in that classroom now. Um, six, one, six, two, whatever that oh, name classroom was. That was, that was classroom was so traumatic. <laughs> a lot of piece of, sit down, pull a piece of paper. How do you feel about the the emotional recall and all that stuff. Okay, I've talked to Moya a lot about this. Mm-hmm. And like, I think I think that the teacher, like I think that like the teaching method mm-hmm. in general, like I credit where I am at right now to that mm-hmm. because I do think that like, I made a lot of progress and grew because of that. And like, there were definitely moments where I could tell I was making progress when like I would have breakthroughs and stuff. I'd be like, oh, this is like what it's about. Like, this is what I'm doing all this for. Mm -hmm. But I think that the way we were like, just taught by the entire department, sometimes I feel like it was a little bit just like, like, I don't wanna say unhealthy, but like there were a lot of times where they would like trigger people and like like make people like go into like emotional triggers that like they shouldn't have like gone into and like stuff like that like making us like want to cry and talk about like 
like putting us like in the sense of like if we were on fire if our family members were dead or like pulling up things about like I remember like we talked about like eating disorders just like stuff that like obviously some like people in our class have gone through and like they just never took that like they just took it so lightly like they would just like force it on us and make us like put ourselves in those situations and like they would like yell at you when you couldn't do it and stuff and it was like okay but this is like traumatic for me to do like I remember having my first breakthrough like that well at least that's what like the teacher told me like oh this is your first breakthrough on the exercise where we had to pretend we were on fire Mm -hmm. but then like like it was like terrible for me like it wasn't like a good breakthrough like after doing it like I just went home that night and I just couldn't like it was so upsetting for me and like I don't even know why because like it wasn't like bad or like anything but it was just like stuff like that that I was like oh they were kind of just like not so good about that but I remember um like that one teacher I'm not gonna say her name but who did like the eye exercise with us where we like look up and down she would come to our class every now and then Mr. like frankly mm-hmm. just bleep that out wasn't there and like oh my gosh she just like she was so good like oh no you can she, say her name you can say her name oh okay well she was just so good in general because like shout out miss Cindy. because mm-hmm. like she like i remember us doing like that exercise where like we had to like go to the mirror and like talk to ourselves and stuff mm-hmm. and like it did the same thing that like our regular acting class would do by like putting us in the same like emotional state i guess because like that's what we are always trying to do trying to cry da, 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 da. but it was like she did in such like a good way she was like so nice to us and was like you don't have to if you don't want to like i just need that woman to adopt me <laughs> and listen me if you ever watch this please adopt me please that's the same that's me. the same thing Raina said shout out big dog ray shout out 42 right but um yeah that's the same thing <laughs> that's the same thing she said about it like if we could we should have had somebody that was trained professionally mm-hmm. Right, because we were, like, the first, like, students who were, like, aside from the class before that, but even the class before that was, like, oh, we didn't have, like, we didn't do all that. Mm-hmm. But, um, what was that writing comment for PF Leela? Yeah. On the, uh, th- that was so <laughs> embarrassing. Because I didn't think they would, I thought they would just put up our regular names. And then they put that up. And, like, everybody, all these people just, like, see 4PF Leela. It's, like, this tiny little, I didn't <laughs> me. And I'm, like, this is so embarrassing. I was so bad at that. I don't want to, never mind. I don't know why I brought that up. That's like trauma for me. That Y'all want to so talk bad. about it? It was so traumatic. I was so bad. They were like, <laughs> if you keep hitting people like this, we're going to have to take you out. All right. We, we, we have to give the people context though. Where were we? What were we doing? How was... So Eric did this, like had this birthday party and it was like, what do you even call that? Like not go-karts, but like. No, it was, it was go-karts. It was go-karts. But it but was like, Autobahn. So for people that didn't don't know what Autobahn is, it's like electric go-karts and they like, and they drive like almost fast. to race cars. I had whiplash from that. The second they took off, I was like, <laughs> my neck flew backwards. No, but, the second they took off, you crashed. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we didn't have to say that. We didn't have oh, my to bad. Say that. My fault. I'm sorry. So anyways, we yeah so and i thought it was just gonna be us but there were all these people watching and like we had to drive with other people so anyways we just started and i'm like always been like a bad driver i guess because like i i remember i did this disney world ride once and i had to stop the entire ride because it was go-karts because i stopped everybody because i couldn't move so anyways i just like i already knew that i was like gonna be bad at this and then we took off i literally when i woke up the next day i could not stand up 
Like, I was so sore. I just couldn't, I couldn't move. And I was like, am I just like a whip or is anybody else doing this? And I was too scared to ask because I was like, people are going to be like, Leela, just shut up. Just like, it's just you. But then Autumn texts me like halfway through the day. And she's like, Leela, are you like sore too? Because I can't move. And I was like, oh my God, okay, it wasn't just me. Because I, I couldn't get up. And it was just, it was so embarrassing. Like, I literally saw the scoreboard because I didn't know that, like, I thought that there were, like, 12 of us or something. I didn't mm-hmm. know that there were, like, nine of us. And I thought the scoreboard only showed, like, the top, like, seven or something because, like, I didn't take the time to count it. So we're driving by, and I see the scoreboard, and I'm like, oh, my God, like, I'm on the scoreboard. But then I realized everybody's on the scoreboard. <laughs> I was just in last place. But I was so excited. I was like, oh, my God, like, I'm on the scoreboard. Like, this is an accomplishment. And then then I literally got the list back. It was like, oh, my God, like, even though I was crashing into everybody and, like, all the walls and stuff, at least I made the scoreboard. And I realized everybody made the scoreboard, and I was just last. And my score was so much lower than everyone else. And you know all the little charts where it's, like, it goes, like, up, down, like, how you did? Mine literally, like, I'm not even kidding. It just went... (laughs) And, like, every time there was a crash, it would go, like, down and then back. Like, it was so bad. And you guys are good at that. I did not understand how. I was, like, I had whiplash and everything. Like, I swear, my neck snapped. And the guy, too, he hated me because I – we, like, had a park in the little thing. Mm -hmm. Like, on the end. And I kept banging into people while parking the thing. And he was, like – he was like, you can't be reckless like that again. Like, for the second time, he was like, you can't do all that again. He was like, I've never seen someone drive that recklessly. <laughs> I was like, I'm never coming back in. That was a moment where I was grateful that it showed 4 p.m. Leela and not Leela ever. <laughs> I'm not going to have that on my record. The real reason why I dyed my hair is so no one would recognize me from that. No one would recognize you from that moment. Because that was so trifling. Like, that's under- that's understandable. That's understandable. That was embarrassing for you. But and you guys were telling me I was bad. Like, I didn't already know. I remember getting off of here, like, Leela. And I was like, what? And you're like, you are trash. And I was like, okay, I already knew. I, I just knew. had to remind you just so you could know. Even your dad reminded me. I was like, <laughs> okay, I know. <laughs> I was like, at least, okay. But the second round, I didn't crash. You didn't. But you was driving slow, though. Yeah, I know. But... Slow and steady wins the race. But you didn't win. They don't need to. They didn't know that until you told them just now. <laughs> All right. So, Leela, thank you for coming on the podcast. Before <laughs> we get the podcast, I'm gonna need you, um, you know, to do this segment with me. It's called Dead or Alive. You can. It's, it's not like that. It's nothing bad. You can pick one or many artists that you would like to work with, dead or alive, and yeah. Well, obviously, I want to work with, um, I need to, at some point in my life, I need to work with Megan Thee Stallion. I'm not even a singer or a rapper, but it just needs to happen. I don't know how it's going to happen. Because, like, I can't sing. I can't rap. Like, I'm not going to be dancing her video or anything. You feel PFD though. So, it's going to work out. Yeah. Okay. And then, so, Megan Thee Stallion, because she just, that's my friend. Like, I need to call her soon sometime. Because then... Emma Watson, just because, like, I guess she was, like, the reason I got into acting. Mm. Please, not now, my kid. <laughs> um, let me see. And then uh, I have 
Okay, it'll be a dream tour for Zendaya. Like, I know it's never gonna happen, but like, and then, um, what's her name? The one who plays uh, Marichelle Straub, is that her name? Let me look her up. Uh, Mel Street? Yes, yes. I don't know I, why I keep getting her name wrong, but she, because I know that she's like one of the top like female actors in like the world. So it would just be really cool to like be put in something with her because like she's so talented. Except I feel like it would make me look really bad, but that's okay. So I mean, there's probably a lot more people, but that's really just like oh, and Anna, Anna Kendrick. Oh, who's that? She um, she okay. One of the things you probably know from she was like the main character in Pitch Perfect. Oh, she played Becca. Yeah, because she she does like she's like such a good range of like stuff. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, probably that. I mean, there are a lot of like artists, like music artists, I would love to work with. Like, I can sing or something because I can't, but it would still be still be a good opportunity. Yeah. But well, Leela, thank you for coming on the podcast. It's been an honor for blessing us with your with your red hair, with your wisdom, and with your non driving ass. Um. Is there, is there anything that you want to promote? Anything that you want to push before we get off the podcast? Your Instagram. Uh, I actually do. Okay, I actually do have a GoFundMe so that I can get a nose job. So please don't hesitate to go donate. I have ten dollars, and I've been the only donator so far. So please just go donate. Help me out. I'm struggling. Because actually, you know what Pearl's going to do? She's going to swing a bat in my nose and break it so that when I go to the hospital, they have to give, give me a nose job. What, but what, what, What's your Instagram? What's your Instagram? What's your Instagram? Oh, okay, it's um, my, you can go to, it's actually in the link in my bio in my uh, spam, which is Leela's underscore tired underscore. But then my main is just Leela Eve. Maybe I should put it in both Instagram bios. But yeah, so... All right. That's pretty much. Do not donate to that. Go fund me at all. Um, <laughs> um, this has been another installment of the Arts Block Podcast. I'm your host, Eric Curry III. You can follow me on Instagram at Eric Curry III. You can follow the podcast at the Arts Block Podcast. If you're listening, my mom follows it. Huh? My mom follows it. Oh, you? Yes. <laughs> Shout out to Lila's mom. If you're listening. <laughs> listening on youtube make sure you like comment subscribe turn on post notifications so you can be notified every time i post a podcast if you're listening on apple podcast make sure you leave a five star rating and drop a comment if you're listening anywhere else shout out to you remember that artists never die and is there anything you want to say before we get off the podcast go donate all right i'll see y'all next week